Good morning. How you doing? Very good. You're right. I'm good. I'm good. I, I, you can't really see this, but I've improved my background. I've got, I've got a blue Indian rug from India on the wall, sort of sandwiched into my cupboard, uh, and a plant that has seen better days because it doesn't like the cold at the moment. But it's very pink and pretty. That sounds like the kind of way that I used to decorate my student room when I was about 21. Yeah, I haven't aged, to be honest, mentally, particularly. <laughs> Good, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I, I feel like there is something that we, we should maybe get somebody to help us, or help you with your interior design. Maybe somebody can leave somebody in the comments, uh, and maybe the best commenter can come out and stay with you and, and decorate your house, or your flat, right, so, or your room. So the, competi the competition is that someone comes to my house. Yeah, this is, uh, this is well it gives, okay. gives you some uh, interior design tips. Okay, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. We'll launch it. It'll be great. We, we somehow link it to climbing gear. Not sure how. But... It could be called like Matt's uh, Help Matt because he needs it. <laughs> That's already a thing. Don't worry. There's a website. I'll link it down below. You just donate money to a good Matt cause and then, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> um, it's the news show, uh, which means news, obviously, but also we've been setting ourselves these little challenges. Um, and we've slightly, not, not run out of ideas, but we've slightly gone back to an idea, perhaps. Full circle. Full circle yeah. back to uh, roots. So me and Matt thought maybe we do, we'd go back to like figuring out how to, how to go about climbing a certain route. Mm. Uh, what route do you want to climb? Okay, so I'm super excited by this because it's it's an area and a route that I've always wanted to do. It, it's called, and forgive me because I can't actually remember the exact name of it, it's called something like Fiesta Los Biceps or Fiesta Dos Biceps. Uh, it's in Rigolos in Spain. Uh, it's this multi-pitch route and it looks incredible. And I just want to find out a little bit more information because this is potential road trip slash uh, AD Corona. AD? Is that what we call it? AC. 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 Okay. So Spanish biceps route. Yes, That's I'll type it's into, into Google. Yeah, do that. It's savage, and I'd love to find out more, please. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. And then for me, <laughs> I am gonna go for. I basically want to know if you can go to Yosemite and climb something that isn't ridiculously hard. So, a climb for like the average man, the average right. human, the average male or female man. Uh, you know. So what? Well, if 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 there's a climb, I don't even mind aiding it to be honest, but okay. something that will allow me to go to Yosemite and and do some climbing. And also, how the hell do you get to Yosemite? Right, I don't that's know. Fair enough. Where do you fly yeah. to? Do you hire a car? Do you get in a camper van? Right. Okay. Okay. I will. I will. I will discover this for you. Don't you worry. Go give, discover. Give me an hour, and I will talk to you again. All right. See you in an Bye. hour. One hour later. How's your hour? Uh, I'm sorry. I was, I was on a, I was on a, I was on a Google chat to GoPro whilst you're speaking there. Apologies about that. You're on a Google chat to GoPro. Yeah, they've lost a GoPro. You know, they've just lost. I ordered a GoPro and I've lost it. So I was just talking to them, and then you started talking. So sorry. About you've that. lost. Sorry, you've lost a GoPro. I bought a GoPro and they've lost it for delivery. Dave so lost it, or they lost it. Oh, you bought. Which one did you buy? Uh, I went eight because the reason is is because um, I'm bored of vlogging on my big camera all the time and I was vlogging on a GoPro and it yeah. was amazing. So I want to go back to those days. That's the plan. What about uh, a, what about, what are the 360 ones? What are they called? I can't remember. Yeah, the new, the new one. The that Fusion. Exercise. Yeah, it, it, it's expensive. That's the thing that Go, the GoPros are cheaper now. So I'm being tight. 
You should just go for a GoPro One. That'd be really cheap these days. Stabilization. It's wobbly. People don't want the wobble, you know? Yeah. All right. I've got bones to pick with that, but whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not the time. <laughs> but um, it's not the news either. But we have got news. We've got climbing news. Actual news. Actual, um, actual news. Actual, so let's, let's, actual news. Real news. So maybe let's kick off with Olympic news. Um, <gasps> with the news that France's Anouk Jaubert, I think I pronounced that right, and Italy's uh, Pekuleraz, Julia, sorry, Julia, Anouk, Ju no, Jaubert, J-A-U. Okay, Jaubert, right. Jaubert. Yeah, I bow to anyway. your French knowledge. Sans, 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 sans. <laughs> yeah, good point. All right, fine. Um, but they have both been given Olympic places. Um, and this is because the tripartite quota, and this is a quota that's given to countries which don't necessarily have like the sort of the level of the athletes normally. You can usually apply for a place and sort of get almost like a wild card um, yeah. situation. Um, but because that tripart place had to be filled by March, uh, and no one filled it in, so no one's applied for it. So they've given it to the next ranked athletes, which happens to be those two. It's nobody filled it in. I can't believe nobody filled it in. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't really know the ins and outs. I know that last summer during the Japanese games, there was a bit of controversy surrounding this. Um, I don't know whether it's that there just aren't the countries applying for it or if it was anything to do with the fact that the competitions have been cancelled and that's why they didn't fill it in. I don't know. But for whatever reason, they haven't. But it does mess some people up uh, and especially messes up. Yeah, well, Epic TV athlete Stefano Gosolfi, um, he was hoping for that, uh, that European Championship qualifier last chance. But the European qualifier was rescheduled from March. So this is the problem. Because it got rescheduled, they had to give away the places and he's missed out. The other athlete to miss out is France's uh, Fanny Gibert, who was also hoping again for that last chance place. So a shame for those guys. Congratulations to Anouk and uh, Mikel. Um, but yeah, more places gone for the Olympics. There was a story a while back about, is it like a Serbian or like a, somebody from maybe Turkey? or I'm not sure, but somewhere where, uh, I remember, I think you covered it, and they yeah. basically IFSC forgot to tell him to compete, and if he just competed, he would have made it because he was like one of the only pe person that signed the signed the um, the form. Yeah, they. From what I remember, is they um, they invited him, they paid for some of his accommodation and travel, and then sort of failed to tell him the part about signing in. Um, that's what I understood. So yes, that's a shame. I feel, I feel like <laughs> I, I feel I feel frustrated mostly because I feel because uh, Stefano hasn't made it, which is like yeah. that's I know that's kind of my problem. But the other problem I have with it is. I can't believe nobody filled it in. I can't believe yeah. there's been like a lack of communication whereby well, I, I, nobody fills it in. I don't know if it was in March. It just has to be been filled in by March. There was a deadline. And for whatever reason, people haven't followed the deadline or, or just there aren't the athletes perhaps to do that. Um, but yeah, it does seem strange. But uh, yeah, I will look into it. Perhaps I can bring more information. I'm, sli I'm slightly angry because I just don't understand it. Maybe that's it. I get angry about things I don't understand. It's kind Life. of unrational. But that's just me. Women. I'm pretty unrational. I don't know what we're yelling about! Fair enough. Um, yeah, that's, that's Olympic news for me. Okay, uh, Adam Ondra has made uh, the first ascent of Bohemian Rhapsody in Rovist, uh, Czech Republic. So this crag, he basically linked up, this massive link up of an 8B plus route into an 8C plus route into an 8C and then onto an 8B top out. In researching this story, I watched one of his videos, probably for the first mm. time, which I'm ashamed to say, uh, in in full. Um, right. And it, it's funny because I watched the video and then he didn't do it the video, then I was like, he didn't do it. But then 
it is reported on AA.nu um, that he did do it like the day after. But basically, he like tries it and tries it until like 10, 11 at night. Um, I, my takeaway from it is is that his videos are really good. Like they're really well shot. The music's really good. They're really well put together. Adam Ong is very good. They're very well explained. I mean, I would recommend subscribing to that channel. Also to this one, I'd go and subscribe. He's obviously got some good filmmakers on board. Mm-hmm. And they just like, they talk through the whole kind of process. Uh, okay. And it also kind of shows you the difference between your average climber and Adam Ondra. Adam Ondra just won't give up and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. And like by mm. that point that you would have gone, like thrown in the town and be like, let's go get a beer kind of thing. He's still yeah. at the crag, lighting up by head torches, uh, black yeah. diamond head torches, uh, conveniently. And um, uh, and still going for it. Um, yeah, so it, that was a kind of positive for me. I thought, like, this is really, really good. I'm going to watch more of these. Nice. I, I'm usually on the beer mentality during the walk into the crag. So, yeah, we are different. You're basically just drunk climbing. But pretty much, yeah. We'll want to be anyway. Um, Jakob Schuber is, is my uh, hard-sending news, and he's repeated a historic 9A. Uh, first put up in 1994 by Alexander Huber. It's called uh, Weiss Rose. It's in Austria. Uh, and this is only the Weiss, third percent. So Weiss. Weiss. Sorry, Weiss Rose. Weiss Rose. Uh, Vice Rose, apologies. Um, yeah, third ascent. Uh, so Alex, uh, Alexander Huber, Adam Ondra, and now Jakob Schubert. Wow. Uh, massive route. I think we've been to the cliff. I don't want to pronounce it, but it's Schubert, Schubert, or something. Um, Was that the route that you there. fell off the last move on? In Austria. You know, you like you got to the top. You almost going to make it, and then somebody mentioned that only Adam Ondra and Alexander Huber had had climbed it, and then you fell off. You lost your nerve. Yeah, I just I just felt the pressure. Um, yeah. but you know, I'll, re- I'll return one Which day is a shame. after lockdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, nice one, Jakob. Nine A. Obviously, lockdown uh, training has helped. Continuing the Austrian theme, uh, because Austria have like, are they coming out of lockdown? 18-year-old Stefan Schwertz Sch- uh, has been out climbing hard. He's climbed his first 9A Bergelsteiner. Took him six sessions, and the next day he climbed the Source 8C Plus in Zillertal. Um, so good work, Stefan. Um, we did have another piece of news, which was Alessandro Zeni. Uh, who sort of did a 9B potentially back in January, but he just released the video, which we can't embed at the moment on the Epic TV shop, uh, on the Epic TV website because it's a weird Vimeo thing, but I'm trying. But uh, it's a very good video. It's a slab climb. There is a bit of controversy, not controversy, there's a bit of debate because it's the first ascent. It's a link up of two things. Uh, Some people are saying it's not 9B, some people are saying it's 9A+. But regardless, 9A+, slash 9B slab route is disgusting, and uh, he should be... uh, he should be praised. Should be ashamed. So nice one. No, I mean, I, that's what he wants to disgusting do. Disgusting behaviour. How dare! <laughs> disgusting behaviour to climb a nine B slab route. That is pretty disgusting. Yeah, it's horrible. There are no holds. Do you reckon he's just like climbing up like Spider Man? Just like he's got flat monos. Hands. Put it like that. He has undercling monos at one point. Undercling monos. Gross. Sounds disgusting. Tis. Uh, that's all my news. Ugh. I'm done. News done. Undercling monos. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which leads us to the feature, the main feature. Oh. You excited? Yes, I am genuinely excited about this. I found a banging route for you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go first? I want to climb it. I can if you want. Okay, so, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go first. Uh, so, some basics for you, Hugo Pilcher. Uh, Yosemite, it's in California. 
California IA. Um, I, you asked about airport. I, f I forgot to find out about airport, but you are going to have to fly um, from Geneva props into... Where is California? Oh my LA, God, is this, is, this is not going well, Matt, so far. What's going on? Well, I, did, I thought you, this, was like you a, told me you did, this is like a guide you, you, of how I was going to get there. I don't even know where to fly now. I'm just going to go to well, Geneva you, and say, you, can I go 270, please? <laughs> and then be like, yeah. what, what are you talking about? Yeah, California. California, LA. LA. Somewhere right. in there. Fly in, you've got to get a car or you've got to get one of them camper van things. It's about a four hour drive, I do know that. Um, when you get to Yosemite Valley, you are going to be overawed by the beauty of the area. Uh, but keep it together, Hugo, keep it together. Because you need to find somewhere to park and camp and, and all the rest. Uh, obviously, Camp 4 is the classic. You can sometimes walk in, you can sometimes have to book. You definitely have to book high season. Uh, there's a few other campsites dotted around, but there is a sort of a time limit on how long you can stay in the valley. So you either have to stay and go or stay and hide or stay and stay stay on a wall sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think you go camping because you've got to, really. You've got to go camp for, haven't you? It's got to be done. Um, okay, so route-wise. Now, I know that everyone sort of thinks the nose, El Cap. We're going to downgrade it slightly from there because I know that you haven't had that much aid climbing experience and there is a lot of aid climbing within those routes. So what I recommend you do is the uber classic Royal Arches. Now, this route was first put up in 1936, which is outrageous if you think about it, uh, by Ken Adam, Morgan Harris, and W. Kenneth Davis, who has an amazing name. Uh, it's on the north side of the valley, 15 pitches, so you're, you're gonna get your money's worth out of this thing, about 2,000 feet of climbing, uh, and the grade is round about 5'9", uh, American grade, so, so about 5B-ish, ish, French, sport with one section of AO aid. AO aid is the easiest aid, okay? So a lot of free climbing involved in this, some trad climbing in there. It's a good starter. Um, don't be fooled by that 5B grade. It sounds low, it's not. If you can't do Yosemite cracks, it's notoriously sandbaggy, okay? So just, it's not that easy, but it's not uber hard either. So I'm gonna have to do some crack training. You are gonna have to do crack training. Chamonix is a fantastic place for that. You know, we've got amazing uh, granite cracks here. So I can take you up, we can do some crack training. True. Um, this route has got everything, honestly. It's got it's got chimneys, it starts off with a chimney, chock stones, ledge traverses. There's even, a, which it sounds amazing to me, a 5.7 finger crack. How a finger crack is that easy, I don't know. Just shows you how difficult the cracks are. Wow. <laughs> but the money pitch-ish is pit pitch nine. Okay, this is where the AO, the age section comes <clears> in. <throat> Basically, there's a blank bit of slab that you've got a pendulum across. You know, like pendulums, you attach a rope higher than you, then you then use momentum to swing out, run across the rock. Yeah, I think I've seen it on some videos. Section. Yeah, so there's, there's various pendulum pitches. This is one of them. Um, you can free climb it. Goes at about 510B, so about 6A-ish French, which is a bit sort of out of place with the rest of the route, which is why it's got a pendulum. So you clip a bit of fixed rope, you set yourself up and then you run across the wall like an absolute hero, screaming like a maniac to reach the other side of that pitch, which sounds amazing. That is a good day. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, Gear-wise, now because it isn't pure trad here, we're not talking like a nose or, or something like that where you're going to be aiding big sections of it. I've, normal rack sort of rules apply for this. Um, so I bring full set of cams, mm -hmm. maybe double up in the middle numbers, maybe just, you know, a few of your favourites double up just in case. I would shove in a big rack of nuts in there, um, full set, small to big, all of them. 
about 10 to 12 quick draws. I'd recommend a few slings in there. I wouldn't really bother with pitons because you know, you're up on a route that's been done since 1936. You know, there's gonna be fixed gear. There's gonna be pitons already there. You don't need to be adding extra ones to that kind of a route. Um, and what's nice about this route is uh, there's, there's options for you because although you can rope climb it, it is a classic solo. A lot of people go out there solo it. It's also a speed route, around about an hour, I think, uh, is the record. First set in 1979, that one hour record. And Cedar Wright has done it in something like 55 minutes from car to car, which is insane. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so it, it, it's, it's a brilliant route. It's 15 pitches, you're gonna get your money's worth. It's gonna be the gateway climb to bigger climbs. Uh, and you can do it in a day. Although apparently people have absolute epics on it occasionally and get benighted, so be careful. Amazing, that sounds very cool. Yeah. It looks incredible. The pictures look awesome, like real scrambly sort of terrain. Just like, it looks like a good day out. Excellent. I think that sounds right up my street. Mm. I will take it and I will run <laughs> with it. Uh, if we ever get into, allowed to go to America again, which yep. may be another term, uh, yep. I'll, I'll give it a try. Do it. Let me know how it goes. Solo it. Why not? Speak like it. Solo it? Do you mean as in like free solo it or just solo it as in rope solo it? No, free solo. It is a it is a classic free solo route because it's not that difficult. Okay. Um, I don't know what you do at the pendulum bit, jump. But um, yeah, soloing six A high pretty... above uh, on a on a yeah. wall would be pretty tricky. Pretty it tricky. Would be, yeah, pretty pretty uh, scary. Yeah, trouser filling moment. Uh, yes, that's true. That's true. Thanks very much. I will um, probably never ever do that because I probably never ever go to Yosemite. But if we do, I will definitely. Try and look it up. Awesome. awesome. No, but good. That's good. Very good research. I liked all the little details about the route there. You really, you, you went to town with it. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I've read about that route in, do you remember there's a brilliant Yosemite book, which was kind of what that film, what, what Stone Monkeys was based on. I can't remember the name of it, but I remember reading about Royal Arches in that book and they, you know, 1936. It's That's crazy. cool. Crazy. You're climbing yeah. history there. Yes, exactly. Pre-Second World War. Amazing. <laughs> right, tell me about my mega route because I'm so excited <clears throat> for this. Fiesta de los Biceps uh, yes. is situated in Riglos, which I thought was a party town in Athens or Greece, <laughs> but it's not. It is on a swath of heavily chalked perma-dry conglomerate potatoes, uh, which is in reference to the type of rock. Uh, it's kind of bubbly. Uh, slopey, juggy, a bit of everything really. Um, and it is situated nearby to Rodea. Uh, and in, in fact, when Rodea gets a bit wet, a lot of people go to uh, this place because it's, it's a kind of perma-dry location. Now it's made up of like uh, kind of orange towers which you can kind of see from Mars around. And the one that you will be climbing uh, mm -hmm. the route that you're going to be climbing is called Fiesta de los Biceps and it is on La Visera which is on the kind of right hand side beautiful kind of face that kind of goes up and it's overhanging a little bit overhanging the top it's kind of like the classic of uh, of the mountain so of the mountain of like of the group of of the group of mountains anyway mm -hmm. uh, basically what you want to do and I've done a bit of detail when it gets to um, how you get there where is California LA is it you're welcome. Uh, so you want to get a flight. So you're going to go Geneva to Barcelona. And then Barcelona, yeah. you're going to hire a car. Then you're going to drive three and a half hours into the mountains, kind of towards the Pyrenees. Um, 
and you're going to basically drive straight to, to Rigwas. I'm basically like banking on you having like a two day trip here or three day trip. Right, fair enough. Well, yeah, at least. Yeah. You're in, you're out. That, you know, there's no, there's no mucking around. Okay. Okay. Mm, so you okay. basically, you, I, I booked you a, a room in the local refugio. Uh, Thank you. Very basic, but like cheap, good budget. Uh, the advantage of this is it's a six minute walk from the route. Ah. Perfect. You know, it's, it's ideal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's also got a cafe, that kind of restaurant type thing. So you're going to go there, you're going to stay the night, you're going to have a bit of food in the local town, there's some bars and restaurants, wake up the next day at five in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be a packed lunch there waiting, packed breakfast waiting for you. And then you also, and then you're going to walk to the crag, you're going to take a packed lunch up there with you as well. Which I've organised. Five in the morning. I'm on holiday here. Can we not do like seven? No, no, this is it. Five in the morning. I want you on the route by six. Latest. Uh, 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 okay, so you're gonna six minute walk. Uh, uh, so you're gonna walk in. Uh, I just, you know, just to give and take time for you, for you to get lost. Um, Fair enough. You're gonna walk to the. So basically, as you look at these faces, it's on the right hand side. Mm -hmm. It's called La Visera. The route starts up the le like a left trending corner uh, with Fiesta written kind of ten feet up. So that's kind of how you know what route you're you're gonna be uh, going on. Mm -hmm. So there are eight to nine pitches. Like the night pitch is kind of more like a scramble. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's pretty, it, some people don't count it as a pitch, but if you did, it's nine pitches. And it ranges mm -hmm. from 6A to 7A. The mm -hmm. crux pitch is the techie third pitch, but it's pitch seven where the fun starts. Overhanging okay. on jugs, crimps and slopers with almost 700 feet of exposure below you. So if you see Ooh. any kind of pictures of people climbing on the route, uh, the famous ones is like, just climbing up these massive kind of bubbly kind of potato-y type moves uh, with huge kind of like drop drop out below you kind of thing. And it is slightly overhanging as well. And apparently a lot of fun. So this is where Matt gets his top off and starts uh, cutting loose a little bit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so the route in total should take you about three hours. You'd want, you have your packed lunch at the top. Uh, yeah. where you can have cheese and pickle sandwiches, which they're gonna make right. for you in, in the local town. Um, I'm a big pickle fan, to be honest. <clears throat> uh, uh, tough, mate. That's what you're having, all right? Right, fair enough, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Uh, your, your climbing partner really likes pickle. I don't know who he is. Right. Or she. <laughs> she? <clears throat> I don't know. It's whoever. Uh, no, her name who is uh, Gloria. You met her in the refuge oh, and she's yes. come with you. You basically took she's a chance. You didn't know whether you were going to have to solo it like Alex Honnold or whether right. you'd beat somebody. Luckily, you met Gloria. I like how this is our love story as well. This is beautiful. I mean, no, nobody said anything about love. Gloria oh, I did. is absolutely I did. not Gloria. interested in you. She's married to Pedro. Um, that doesn't matter for me. That's more of the challenge. Right, okay. I'm going to put that to the side. Um, <laughs> descent, the, the descent is marked out by Cairns. Uh, Gloria has done this route once before, so she kind of knows where she's going, but the Cairns will help you get down. It's a pathway that leads over kind of a shoulder of the back and then you kind of come round and you come back into uh, Riglos. Right. And then when you get down to Can Riglos, I... it'll be about kind of like, I don't know, 1.30. You have like a beery lunch, maybe yeah. <clears throat> a siesta, have a little like night out in Riglos with Gloria and her husband, Pedro. Right. I think he's definitely going to be there, so. He's away on business, actually. He's a <clears throat> anyway, then you wake up, wake up the next morning at four o'clock in the morning, Matt. Sorry, there's an early flight. You uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to get a flight back. It's uh, eight o'clock, so you have to be right. uh, you have to be at Barcelona Airport and then you're back to Geneva. Um, Is this just because you want me to work the next day? 
Yeah, I need you back in the office by nine. So, so you know, this is so. you're not. This isn't. This isn't pleasure. This is pure work. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, few little tips. You want to go in spring to late autumn. Autumn. Uh, mm -hmm. You might want to take a small rack with you. It's pretty well uh, protected, the roots. Um, but there are a few sparsely pit, uh, protected, bolted um, pitches. So maybe like a small mm -hmm. rack of a couple of nuts and some cams. Uh, nothing kind of major. Uh, mm -hmm. Take some slings uh, for like, for, for belay stations. Mm -hmm. um, and then in terms of ropes, you can either uh, like link up some pitches, in which case you probably need like a big kind of 80 meter rope. But mm -hmm. if you don't do that, then a couple of 60 meter uh, ropes uh, are pretty good. So you reckon climb with double ropes, not single ropes? Um, yeah, so I reckon you're climbing th those, the 60 meter ones, if you're gonna do an 80 meter one, just do a big, a big uh, 80 meter rope, single one. Okay. And then yeah. the, uh, the 60 meters, yeah, do double ones. Okay, cool. Perfect. That's Thank it. You. Uh, Gloria, it... I gave I gave Gloria your number, so she's went to hear from you. No, no. Oh, she's already got it. Don't she's I? she's already got it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, great. That's also. I mean, honestly, that route is so beautiful. It's just like you can see it from miles away, can't you? Like those pictures of the white chalk and ah. I don't. I, so I, I had like a few mixed emotions looking at it with all that chalk in it, and like it's mm. it's all that beautiful red sandstone, and there's just like a trail of. White chalk. I know it's like unavoidable, but for me, that's like. Yeah. I'll brush doesn't make it, it look better. I think you and Gloria just, need to give it a little bit of a clean as you go up. Maybe that's okay, it. You, right, you've we'll got that. time. You could like. Well, yeah, I'll get a five in the morning, aren't I? Yeah, and you could like you could take all day just to clean it and do do the locals a bit of a service. Pedro would be very happy. Ah, uh, yeah, cool. Thank you very much. No that's worries. Amazing. No worries. I think um, um, I think you're gonna have fun. I, I, I would love to do that route, so thank you. Cool. And we have to decide is whether we're going to go and do an epic TV production on the old man of Hoy North Face of Iger or Rigolos and Yosemite. Who knows? <laughs> That's true. I know, I know what I would prefer. Be, yeah, yeah, me too, actually. Uh, okay, well, well, we'll let the people know. So, guys, comment below which trip you want Hugo to spend our budget on us going to go and do, and he'll do it. What's the choice, below. old man of Hoy or the other one? Old Man of Hoy and North Face of Iger, or Rigolos and Yosemite? Or Rigolos, uh, Greece. Yeah. No, Rigolos, <laughs> yeah, yeah, party town. <laughs> um, I just have to check my camera. Hang on, sorry, I'm moving away. Okay, I'm good. Um, what's, what's next? We've got shop stuff, haven't we? Yes, let's talk shop. Uh, next up, with the shop stuff. I tell us, let's, let's, let's do some media. I want to show a little uh, um, teaser of Matt mm -hmm. Phillips. Matt Phillips is a, we're releasing this film on Friday. Uh, Matt Phillips is a power climber, an incredible power climber, double world champion. He's also an epic TV athlete, and we've got a mm. freaking awesome film coming out on Friday. Here's a little clip. These role models are so important. I look up to Matt. He may be younger than me. He inspires me every day. set him a challenge and he's kind of rise to the occasion because in life we come across challenges life isn't easy and we do sometimes have to struggle and Matt has had those challenges
Yes, that is coming out on Friday. Stay tuned for it. YouTube channel, premiere. Come on, he'll be on chat. The filmmaker will be on chat as well. We did it last week with Jonathan Segrist. We'll do it again this week. It's going to be good. Awesome, I can't wait. Um, I just wanted to shout out Andy Cave because we released an Andy Cave Climbing Daily on Monday uh, and it needs a bit of support because it is, mountaineering is always a hard sell for Climbing Daily, but this man has had sort of such a life in the mountains and his stories are incredible. Um, it's a lovely interview. The pictures he provided are beautiful. So here's just a little tiny clip of that just to sort of get you excited. Basically for me, it was really important for us on the mountain was to do this in alpine style. Basically very simple, no bolts, absolutely no bolts, no fixed ropes, no you know, Sherpas, radios, any of that, very simple. Climbing really like you would in the Alps, but with a bit more food, a bit more gas, uh, and a couple of extra layers, but very, very similar. And also when we were actually on the climb as well, it was to free climb as much as possible, not to use aid, to actually try and enjoy the climbing, uh, which is difficult at altitude when the climbing's tough. The main difficulty on Changabang was the weather. We had storms every day, just over lunchtime. And so our climbing time on the face was cut short. You know, we were there for a day, but we were only climbing for a few hours each day. And that meant that by the time we got to the summit ridge, we'd really run out of food. Um, actually, just before we got to the summit ridge, but we really wanted to drive onto the summit, myself and Brendan. So that's on the YouTube channel, the Climbing Daily YouTube channel, link down below. Go and give it some support because it is, uh, he's an amazing man. He's done some pretty hectic things. It's very cool. Nice. All right, next up, shop stuff. Yeah, so uh, continuing our Climbing Bonanza discount deals, the next couple of days it's the turn of Quick Draws and Harnesses. So you get 10% off all Quick Draws and Harnesses with the code CLIP10 on the Epic TV shop. Uh, and it finishes tonight, because it's Wednesday, so by midnight tonight it'll be over. So if you're watching this around about five o'clock, you've got a couple of hours to get in there and grab a bargain, because it, it goes after midnight, that's it on Quick Draws and Harnesses, so be quick. What are you, what are you gonna get? You're gonna get some Quick Draws or Harnesses? Yeah, well, Steve McClure lost all my quick draws in a Greek climb, an 8A. He put them all in, then it rained, and then we left. So uh, I need some sport climbing quick draws. So that's what I would buy. Steve, if you're watching and you're not climbing up the side of your wall, get in touch. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, where's my quick draw? Goggle box. Yeah, I saw. I saw. It was funny. I loved some of the comments. I thought they were brilliant. I know. I know. Um, all right. Anything else we've got to talk about? i got co comment of the week, or are we... Comment of the week? Not... Oh, my gosh. You're okay, not... you go first. I'm going to quickly find mine. Okay, mine is from Greg Kite, uh, and he's pointed out a mistake that I made that uh, is a very funny mistake, because I said that Fred Nicole's hands are like fists. Now, obviously, his hands are like fists because they're fists, literally. Um, so, <laughs> thank you very much, Greg, for pointing out my uh, blunder on that one. I think what I meant was he's got big hands. But right. I said he's got hands like fists. So, uh, yeah, cheers, Greg. That made me smile. I forgot I said that. Um, okay, so I got one, and I, it's kind of a, a, a correction, and I saw it the other day, and I can't find it now. Uh, but it's something about, um, basically we were talking about the bouldering, and, uh, oh, come on, where is it? Jim, oh, I can't find it. Anyway, it's basically <laughs> talking about how, uh, in between, I my, my, my memory's gone of it now, but basically, uh, what is the, what is the first? <laughs> The dream, time, the dream time boulder was, was the, the first unofficial 8C. And then I was like, the one that, uh, the Story of Two Worlds by Dave Graham in 2005 was the official 
8C, but then it turned out that um, Fred Nicole had done an 8B plus two years after Dreamtime, but then it got upgraded to an 8C unanimously by everybody. So it turned out that Fred Nicole did actually do the first 8C boulder. So there's a whole oh. side to the story that I missed out and somebody pointed out in the, um, in the comments. Uh, and now I can't find the comment because that comment would tell me what the uh, monkey wedding, monkey wedding in two thousand two, which got upgraded to, 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 to AC. So at the end of the day, Fred Nicole did get it. So Dave Graham, right. I'm sorry, who is also not forty five yet, he's thirty eight, uh, which is yeah. another mistake I made. But still, like yeah. thirty seven, like I, I, he looks younger than me, and I'm thirty seven. So he looks he looks younger than all of us because he has a wonderful life of climbing and crystals. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, so that, that was my comment of the week. I can't, I can't find it. Awesome, but we'll put it on screen. Oh, Bastien Grasnik. Um, Bastien Grasnik. There you go. There it is. Sorry. There you go. Bastien. Nice one. Cool. Uh, I've got a minute and a half recording time left on my camera. So we can talk for a minute and a half done? then. What do you want to talk we about? We could do. Uh, climbing daily for the rest of the week. Looks amazing. Sick training on Thursday. And then I actually, I don't know if it looks amazing because I haven't actually come up with a gear show. But um, yeah, climbing daily every day. Ish. Subscribe to this channel, subscribe to uh, Epic TV YouTube as well. We are mm -hmm. edging ever closer to 200,000. I would love to get there by the end of lockdown. Also, be safe out there. Like, wear masks, and even though we're coming out of lockdown, mm. be wary of, of, of this all. We're not completely out of lockdown. There's still rules and stuff to abide by, so make sure you know all them before you go crazy and go out and do all the stuff that you normally do. Yes. Right. Goodbye, Hugo. Lovely talking to you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.